0: Good morning, everyone. This is Neon and Beyond. You're at the right place at the right time this morning where we get you up close and personal with great things that continue to happen here in Clark County, Southern Nevada, and the greatest state ever that is Nevada. I love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can email me. It's steph, S-T-E-P-H, at pointpoint97.com. Or if you have an event coming up, just reach out and say hey sometimes jumping into our next guest this morning of course one of my favorites all about charity and the charity series of poker and joining us the president and founder matt stout good morning matt
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Here we are again. We meet again for the Charity Series of Poker. And just to remind everyone, if you want to find out more information, because Matt and I both will be going through a lot of stuff in the next few minutes, but it's charityseriesofpoker.org. So, Matt, before we spoke and everything that has happened, or last time we spoke, I should say, um, you have a lot that goes on with this. Where are you guys today? Everything going strong through the pandemic and... Holding your own?
1: Yeah, it was obviously a a little bit of a weird, interesting time during the pandemic for us. I transitioned to doing some online events for Leukemia Lymphoma Society and for St. Jude. And we also did some fun things behind the scenes where we were originally using third-party companies for the credit card processing and silent auction and raffles and things like that as well as having to bring in either the casino staff or a third-party for-profit company that would handle the dealers, chips, and all the staffing. And now we've vertically integrated all of that. We've come up with a great partnership with Gorilla Gaming, who's building us 20 tables and uh, 6,000 chips right now. And now we're going to be able to give all of that equipment for free to our beneficiaries and cut their costs for them and keep everything keep as many dollars going to the beneficiaries like they should.
0: That is amazing. It's it's just always such a great story to hear how everything's transitioned, and especially for somebody like the Charity Series of Poker and what you guys have done. So kudos to you guys. Thanks. That's really cool. Now let's start with why you started the Charity Series of Poker.
1: So... When I was, we got to backtrack to when I was 19 and in college then. I was the vice president of Habitat for Humanity at my college, and that was in 2004 when it was the moneymaker boom. That's when poker really took off, it was like 2003, 2004, and uh, just exploded in popularity. So everyone on campus was playing, and it was the hot new thing. So when they were like, hey, how are we going to raise funds this semester? I was like, well, let's see if we can get away with having a poker tournament. Um, did a. $10 plus rebuys tournament since college kids are broke. Slightly lower price point than we're doing nowadays. <laughs> uh, Good so, point. <laughs> yeah, so we raised over a grand for some of my favorite charities. Or That one was for Habitat, and then I wanted to start the charity series of poker just to raise uh, money for some of my favorite charities years later after I had started playing poker for a living. I was sponsored by Hard Rock Hollywood in Florida and Borgata in Atlantic City, so I just started a small national tour where we did one event a year in each city. And then we, that did so well over its first four years and raised $350,000 for some of my favorite habitat, uh, some of my favorites like habitat and food banks, including three square, which I'm sure you all know. Um, that was actually our flagship event. So we did so well with that, that, uh, Daniel McGrath, who asked me to take over his St. Jude Children's Research Hospital event, I told him to get the Golden Knights involved, and the Golden Knights wanted to run their own charity poker tournaments in addition to sponsoring it. wanted me to do some stuff with their sister charity, Folded Flag Foundation. So it just kind of exploded from there and just took over my life and became more of a uh, side job instead of just a volunteer side project like it started out as because more and more organizations just kept coming to me. And I was like, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to take some time off from poker to pursue that.
0: <laughs> so did you just get involved in poker in college or were you always interested in it?
1: Um, So, I mean, I had played when I was like four years old. My wow. sister taught me five card draw and that was like one, my kind of, one of my introductions to numbers. Um, and then I remember like eighth grade after we were done with our whole curriculum, we were playing for like candy and pennies and stuff all day. Cause we had nothing else to do. And our teachers were like, Oh no, there's nothing else for me to teach you. Just, uh, <laughs> go ahead and do nothing. Good old Dale old, old <laughs> <Jersey laughs> public school system. So, uh, that was, but then, uh, I didn't play much until college and a buddy of mine was just like, Hey, do you, do you play cards? I was like, yeah. He's like, "Do you want to play 25, 50 cent limit hold I was like, what did you just say to me? Like that was Chinese. And, <laughs> went over and figured out what they were doing and the new form of poker that everyone was getting into and just immediately got hooked, started playing every game on campus, started playing online poker after that. And I was just, uh, I was fully immersed from the beginning. That's why it, after a while and I was doing it for a living for, I think eight years before I actually started the charity series of poker. Um, I, it was always kind of in the back of my mind of something that I really wanted to do to give back because poker, playing poker for a living is a lot of fun, but it's also unfilling. It's not the most uh, societally productive job. So <laughs> that was always like something that I wanted to do as like a small side project. And I didn't think that it was going to be, uh, I never expected it to turn into what it is and I didn't understand everything that would go into it. I thought that I was just going to be like, hey, guys, set up this tournament, send the money to the charity. I didn't realize how much I was going to have to learn about operations, marketing, the legal side of it, uh, just dealing with all the little aspects of business that you never really think about until you're fully committed to trying to make something as successful as possible. And when these charities are the ones benefiting on the bottom line, it, it really... It means a lot more to me, and I, I end up putting in so much extra work, and that's why this thing has just become like a labor of love over the years.
0: Well, this is one of the special reasons I love talking to you because obviously we highlight charities, and if people need assistance or want to get involved, you know we we run the gamut all the way around. But it takes a special person, especially for you and all the different charities that you help, to take something that you love, regardless of how you know society might see it or what it is. And give back. I mean, that's pretty big. Did your parents teach you that, or is it just something that you learned along the way?
1: Uh, There was definitely an element of my parents teaching me that, you know, we didn't— I grew up, like, semi-poor, not, like, ridiculously poor, so my parents would still make uh, the occasional contributions to charities like St. Jude and ones that really just meant a lot to them. And they were also just really generous with helping out the people around them that needed it. Uh, when, you know, the time came and something comes up and someone needs your help. So it was definitely something I learned from them. And then my older brother, who's two years older than me, it was kind of like, I had one older brother who was going down the wrong path and then one who ended up getting into Johns Hopkins and becoming, uh, getting his doctor in psychology later on at UPenn. So I had, I had one of each to kind of be examples. And uh, <laughs> Fortunately, I eventually chose the right path just in time because my brother, when I was uh, sophomore in high school, uh, got into Johns Hopkins, and I was just barely passing my classes at that point. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> no, I'm, <just>, I'm so <laughs> competitive. I was fill. like, it's going to look really bad when I'm at Jersey City Community College, and he's at a damn near Ivy League school. <laughs> so I kind of pulled a little bit of a 180, uh, started getting straight A's, did a bunch of honors and AP classes, and uh, that's when I actually started. Uh, Finding out about Habitat for Humanity, which was the first charity I was supporting, because he was doing a lot of work as president of John, uh, the Johns Hopkins chapter of Habitat, and I went down to Sandtown in Baltimore, which is like one of the worst ghettos I've ever seen, and so a lot. Of <laughs> I love your realness, Matt. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it really is like I, it's it's got that reputation. It's not just me saying it. Um, it's it's a very rough area where you feel scared to be around there, even though you're working. Um, Like they see the, I think that there's like a general sense that like they let people know what's going on and they see that people are like revitalizing homes for um, people who are poor and they, they kind of leave everyone alone, but it's a very, very dangerous area. I mean, I grew up three miles from Manhattan and in like a a semi rough area, but this was rough, rough area. Like even I was sketched out being there Um, and just trying to help those people and seeing like, yeah, we, had, we didn't have it great growing up, but they, it could have been so much worse, and these are the people that we need to support and need to help and try to uh, rebuild these homes and try to help them out. So seeing the work that they were doing down there kind of motivated me to get involved with Habitat myself, and that's how it all
0: started. That's just such a great story. I love it. This morning, Matt Stout is joining us, president and founder of Charity Series of Poker. So let's get to some of the events coming up, how to get involved. Now, let me just say this first. You do not have to be a pro poker player to get involved. And there are silent auctions, which is always the best bonus when we do things like this. So let's get to some of the events. First, you got Slay Cancer with Poker for TRF, right?
1: Yeah, Tyler Robinson Foundation is just an amazing organization. They were started by the Imagine Dragons to help families of pediatric cancer patients. And we did one event with them in January 2020, right before the pandemic. And I mean, I just, I love their whole team. They really are passionate about what they do. They're they're helping as many families as they can. And it's just a wonderful organization that I'm really happy to support, especially because always, uh, and children's cancer was always just a cause that was really close to my heart from the beginning, uh, for obvious reasons, it's just a very touching and emotional thing. But right. then in 2020, my, uh, my great nephew was two years old, passed away from rhabdomyosarcoma, karma. And then it went from just from like one of my favorite charities to like the number one that I want to support and to help because yeah watching my 25-year-old nephew go through that was just heart-wrenching. Uh, so, I mean, the work that those people are doing, like TRF is helping people keep the lights on and pay the rent when their choice is to pay that or pay the co so, Yeah.
0: That's a big um, one.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, um, so you guys
0: have that coming Saturday, up.
1: Saturday, March 19th, yeah. uh, Jackpot Bar and Grill. So that's going to be a $300 buy-in tournament. That includes your... Open bar reception with appetizers and your initial chip stack of 500 or 5,000 chips. Then, for the first two hours, you can buy more chips $100 at a time. We'll also have a 50 50 cash raffle and a silent auction, like you said. Um, and the silent auction will be online. You won't even have to be at the event to uh, bid. You can bid from anywhere. We'll mail your items to you, whatever, or email them if it's feasible. So, uh, it, It's a lot of fun to get involved, even if you can't make it out. Like you said, we don't really, you don't have to be a professional poker player. Everyone's there drinking, having a good time. (laughs) Even the people who are professional poker players, which there aren't that many of, are uh, not playing playing their A game, to say the least.
0: (laughs) And who are some of the people that we are going to see there?
1: Uh, looks like Joey Hamilton from Ink Masters and Revolt Tattoos will be there. Kane Hodder, who played Jason Voorhees and a bunch of the Friday the 13th oh. movies, is going to be joining us. Uh, we're working on some others, but they're not confirmed yet. And then
0: as far Both as the those silent... guys
1: are a lot of fun, though.
0: Yeah, and the silent auction, what's there?
1: Uh, so we actually just secured two red-line glass seats for a Golden Knights game on the 24th nice. or the 26th. Silent auction winner's choice. Ooh, that is so, awesome! I mean, they are seriously like right on the red line, up against the glass—the most ridiculous seats in the house. Uh, so, thank you, Lexicon Bank, for that. Um, yes, and we uh, we can will have some the opportunity to play with Daniel Negreanu or one of our other celebrities like Phil Helmuth or some others that I'm working on uh, in a small stakes cash game. Uh, so if you've ever wanted to sit at the table and battle with Daniel Negreanu, that opportunity.
0: And um, then of course we can find out more about this and get involved in the silent auction. If we can't be there at charity series of poker, right. Dot org.
1: Uh, charity series, of poker.org. will actually be, we're, we're still in the process of building the silent auction software into our website, but you'll, if you follow us on Twitter, we'll be posting links to, um, to bid. We'll have it on Facebook, Instagram,
0: All right, and then of course
1: at the CSOP on Twitter, and then Charity Series Poker or Charity Series Poker on Facebook and on Instagram.
0: Yeah, so go to all the social medias because you guys don't want to miss us. It's it is really cool, and Matt puts together a really good. I will say a show. It's a fun show as well, right? And you do not have to be a professional poker player, and you're giving back to a great organization.
1: For sure, and everything's in in Vegas is a show. Even the Golden Knights games. It's one big show opening it up. you gotta you gotta have some showmanship when you're in Vegas absolutely we, definitely, we try to make it fun we try to make sure that even if you don't play poker you come out have a few drinks support the organization if you wanna just come drink and eat it's open bar and food for a hundred dollar donation and then you'll be there for the silent auction and for the fifty fifty raffle and all that so. Either way, even if you don't, if you're if you're not comfortable coming out and playing some cards, there's still plenty of ways to give back to TRF and support a wonderful organization. Then uh, we also have another big one coming up: March, May 20th and 21st. That's our big St. Jude one. Uh, we added a golf tournament to it as well now. So it's golf on May 20th, and then dinner and poker on May 21st for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Another one of the most near and dear organizations in my heart. I'm actually on their National Volunteer Advisory Council and going to Palm Springs next weekend to volunteer for one of their biggest uh, fundraisers of the year.
0: Wow, Matt, what don't you do when it comes to charity?
1: Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, I'm going in as a spy. i got to see how to make our event better. We added a golf tournament. They're doing a, go- a golf tournament that's been super popular in Palm Springs. So um, if I get to support St. Jude, see what I can help them incorporate into their event and I'm sure I'm going to learn more from them than they're going to learn from me, but it'll be a, a fun opportunity to network and help one of my favorite.
0: Okay. And that's coming up in May, right?
1: Yep. So that one is going to be May 20th and 21st. All at right. Siena Go- golf course and then Red Rock Casino.
0: Awesome. You guys and so much.
1: For sure. And we're also taking applications for charities that want to have us around the charity series of poker event benefiting them. They can, Email some info to info at charity series of poker.org. If they're interested in having a CSOP benefiting their favorite charity or the one they work for.
0: All right. Well, this morning, Charity Series of Poker, a lot of things go on with them. Find out more about the organization, how to follow them on all social outlets. CharitySeriesOfPoker.org. And the president and founder, Matt Stout, has joined us this morning. Matt, I appreciate all the time. And thank you for being so special and giving back to our community. You are a really, really unique person.
1: <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it.
0: Have a good day. You too. Mm, bye-bye.